Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Pablo. And this is the Train Professionals Podcast. How's it going, everyone? We are back with our week 12 NFL preview. Sorry, I forgot what week it was, but this week's an exciting week. Uh, the day you're going to be listening to this is Thanksgiving, unless you are listening at 11 o'clock p.m. tonight, uh, even if it is out tonight. But uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Just real quick, shout out to all of you people. Uh, this would not be happening without you. I feel dedicated to make every single one of these podcasts along with my host just for you. So. Thank you for clicking that play button every single time you listen to it. Uh, yeah, man, we're thankful for all the listens and all the downloads. It means a lot. It means that you guys like listening week in and week out. Yes, sir, and that's why we do it every single week. It wouldn't be without you. So, first, we're going to start off with our Thursday night preview, except it's not really a Thursday night preview. It's more of a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day preview. Uh, there were supposed to be three games. Now there's two. So we're going to go over those, but we're going to talk about that last game first real quick. Uh, the Steelers Ravens game has been pushed back to one fifteen on a Sunday. I don't know why it's that time. Um, yeah. because of the coronavirus, maybe it's like 15 minutes for tests to get in. I, I have no idea why they would do that, but I don't know. It's also prime time, right? Yeah. Uh, is it prime time? Not 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 yeah, at one fifteen on Sunday. Well, it's, it's, I think it's like getting actually broadcasted on NBC. So NBC has double games on Sunday. Oh, so it's getting broadcasted on NBC on yeah. Sunday at like one one o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike Tirico is going to be having the play by play. So maybe that's why it's one fifteen. I don't know. I was talking about it with my dad today. I was like, "Why? Well, why would they do that?" He's like, "Not a clue in the world." But uh, I'm excited to watch that game. I was excited to watch it on Thanksgiving, but we're going to have to suffer through uh, – what is it? <laughs> I forgot the slate already. Uh, Lions versus Texans and Dallas versus Washington. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Pittsburgh I'm, and Baltimore was that the game everybody was looking for. Can yeah. Pittsburgh actually hold up? But I guess we're going to have to wait and see. And there's no night game now either, so it's just – uh, afternoon and mid evening, I guess. I don't know. Like, exactly. <laughs> I, I always like the night games on Thanksgiving, but everyone's kind of disappointed about it, including Juju Smith Schuster, Juju Smith Schuster. I say that ten times fast. And uh, Chase Claypool. Uh, they tweeted about it. They're pretty upset, but uh, I I think this is kind of screwy by the NFL. They were saying that. The Ravens have enough people to play. They just wanted to be safe about coronavirus, which makes no sense to me. Um, I mean, I don't know. Just it, it seems a little it seems a little screwy by the NFL. But uh, whatever. We're going to move on from that. Pablo, you got any closing thoughts about that? Yeah, I think the Steelers players are mostly just fed up because this isn't the first time that it's happened to them. No, they got Titans game. the Titans game pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I can see why they're fed up, you know, they've been doing all the protocols and they're just getting, you know, screwed by the NFL, other teams, just 
doesn't make sense. And then for the American fan, you know, the American football fan, they just like to stuff up on Turkey, sit down on the couch, watch some Thursday night football, great division game, but there's going to be none of that this year. So we're missing a, a classic, a Thanksgiving staple. Yeah. Last year I got to watch the Bills on Thanksgiving. Thank God. I mean, that was that was the best Thanksgiving game I've ever seen in my entire life where we crushed the Cowboys in front yeah. of uh, national television. And then we had the crappy Saints versus Falcons game afterwards, which makes no sense to me. Why Why didn't they just play the Bills game later? I mean, yeah, man. I, the I only would. bright spot of that game was the kicker for the Falcons. That was like the game yeah. I think he got like Young three outside kicks. Yep. Very, what a G. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. So moving on, let's let's get into these games. So first game we got is Lions versus Texans. Uh, we're going to come to you with the score, player to watch, and a narrative for the game. This one's going to be rough this week. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, let me start off with my score. Uh, give me Texans twenty-four to seven. That the Lions just are not a good football team. I, I mean they're. I mean, and I think Deshaun Watson. I, I read I read a quote saying Deshaun Watson's playing the best football of his life right now, and I I truly believe that. So, uh, you, what, what's your score? My score is going to be a uh, twenty three to twenty, a little bit low scoring. Okay. I think it'll come down to a game winning field goal, but I do have the Lions winning. Apparently, Kenny Galladay's back, healthy. Um, they got DeAndre Swift, Matt Stafford. I just feel like I have a feeling that Matt Stafford is going to have a good game tomorrow um he's finally healthy for thanksgiving um matt prater will just end up winning the game i think for them <laughs> yeah but i can I... see it going either way to be honest because i don't know how i feel about the texans you know like they just won a good game and they played really well but i don't know if that's legit or whether it's kind of just a one game fluke for me yeah i hear you um <laughs> And, uh, I, I mean, yeah, it could go either way, but uh, I'll take the Sean Watson. I mean, mine is a complete blowout. I mean, maybe I should change the score because the Texans' defense isn't that good. I'll, I'll make it a close-scoring game. Uh, let's call it 24-17. to 17. Uh, They win it on the last-minute Sean Watson touchdown. Yep. Um, so, obviously, my player to watch is Deshaun Watson. He's been having a heck of a season. Uh, I know quarterback's kind of a cop-out for this, but, I mean, th- th- this guy's the best player of the game. And, uh, I mean, I- I'm sure Pablo would agree, but um, I, th- I think another guy to watch is Kenny Galladay. Uh, I mean, like Pablo said, he's coming back off of injury, and I think he's going to have a huge effect on this. Uh, did I just steal your guy or uh, what? No, yeah. Uh, I was going to go with DeAndre Swift. I feel like – um, he hasn't had a game where he's come out and just, you know, shattered the the stat sheet. But I feel it's going to be um, nationally broadcasted. You know, he's a rookie. So I feel like if he were to go off, this week would be the week to do it for me. Um, maybe 120-plus scrimmage yards and then a touchdown, maybe two. Um, it'll It'll be a good stat line for him. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you kind of like the Randy Moss game, except, uh, you know, maybe a worse player. Yeah, yeah, not as explosive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, I, I agree with that. 
uh, narratives for this game. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I really don't know. Yeah. Texans, I think, have one win on Thanksgiving. I read, and then I don't know how many the Lions would uh, have won. I posted on my story, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what. What's a really good narrative for this? Uh, coaches. <laughs> coaches. I see Matt Patricia's on the hot seat. And, Who's going to uh, coach the Texans? Yeah. That's I was, really I was it. I kind of thinking, like, if the Lions get embarrassed on Thanksgiving, like, that's that's a problem, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, Dallas versus Washington football team. This one actually has a lot more implications. I would say, yeah. Even though and it's, it's a better not, game, I, I would say it's a better game. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, the, the thing is, you're not going into this game with any fantasy players or anything like that. This game's all for pride, hundred uh, percent. You know, kind of Cowboys versus Washington football team. It's a classic Thanksgiving matchup. Um, what What do you think? Who Who takes this? I don't know. I'm going to give it to the football team. The the ball's rolling for them. Last time Was- uh, Dallas played Washington, Dallas did not play well at all. Alex Smith is getting back into the player, getting back into his form. He's becoming the player that he used to be. Um, he was a little bit choppy when he first came in, you know, against the Rams. Um, I think Kyle Allen is better, but he's he's starting to get that rhythm back um and it'll be close it'll be close again it won't be a blowout like it was last time give me um 30 to 23 one score game football team takes it um so 30 to 23 yeah that's that's a pretty good score uh yeah i would agree with you alex smith has looked choppy um that's part of the reason why I don't think the football team are going to win the division. I think that the best quarterback back play you are going to get is Carson Wentz. Um, if he performs anything like he did last year before the playoffs, uh, if not, then, um, maybe I'll give the edge to the football team with Alex Smith. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that, that, that was my main reasoning for picking the Eagles. But, um, as for this game, I don't know. This is tough because I, I could see why this was uh, turning over in your head. So uh, you picked the football team. Uh, I picked the football team last week. Give me the Cowboys with Andy Dalton back. Um, I trust the talent on that offense to match up with the football team's defense. And I think it's going to be a high scoring affair, just like you kind of had it. So uh Give me a pretty high score, I would say. 35 to, um, I don't know. Let's call it 35 to 28. Another one touchdown yeah. game. Uh, I don't think a lot of field goals are going to be kicked in this game. Um, kind of a very explosive offense going against a pretty stout defense and then kind of not so explosive offense going against a not so great defense. My. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the Cowboys' offense definitely outweighs the red, the football team's offense. Yeah. Um, so I can definitely see where you're coming from. Um, but the Redskins do have a very good passing defense. Um, 
just like Tommy has said multiple times. Um, so, you know, it could it, – again, with uh, like the Texans and Lions game, I can see this game going to either team, you know. For sure. Um, you got a player to watch? My player to watch is going to be – Terry McLaurin he's fourth in the league in receiving yards um, just behind Travis Kelsey and a few others Um, he's been he's been performing really well Um, I'd say he's definitely underrated Um, definitely start him in fantasy if you have him he's gonna have a good game Um, he seems to always be the quarterback's favorite target whether it's Dwayne Haskins or Alex Smith um and i can it's a guarantee for me he will get over 100 yards um no way that he gets locked up by those cowboys cornerbacks um and maybe he'll get a touchdown but i feel like his yards this game are just going to be through the roof um just a feeling i have with terry mclaurin this week I think this one would be more of the Randy Moss game, considering the fact that he's a receiver and much better than DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Yeah. I got it wrong there. Uh, Maybe DeAndre Swift could be like Barry Sanders on Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Barry Sanders on Thanksgiving is ridiculous. Classic game. Uh, Yeah. So I'm going to talk about – you talked about a running back last time. I'm going to talk about a running back now. Give me Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I feel like he's kind of just disappeared this season. What What's happened to Zeke? I mean, I haven't heard his name too much. He's not in the top five for rushing. Normally, he's right up there with those guys. But this year, he's kind of fallen off the map. Uh, I want to see Ezekiel Elliott kind of on the spotlight and sort of just get back into his form. Uh, if I think if he can turn it on, and I think if Andy Dalton can string something together, they, they definitely have a great chance of winning this division. Um, yeah, so I think definitely watch Ezekiel Elliott. Hopefully, he'll have a great game. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, the media has just been focused on the Cowboys quarterbacks all season because they've had like four starters. Gucci. Yep, and this, that's taken some um, spotlight off of Zeke. But now that Andy Dalton is the constant, if he stays healthy, um, more more of the spotlight will go back to him. Uh, yeah, but this would this would be a great breakout game for Zeke. I totally agree with you. Um, he always seems to have the edge on the defense, especially Washington's run defense is not good. Um, even though they have a really good front, I never understood that. Is it the linebackers that like make that defense really bad against the run? Um. I, I really can't tell you what it I, – I think it is the linebackers, except they do have Ryan Kerrigan, but he's more of a the end almost kind of outside linebacker type uh, edge rusher. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that they're definitely a heavy pass rush team, and I think that their secondary and their safeties are more adjusted to passing than kind of crashing down on the run and making a tackle. I don't think that they're the best at tackling. So – uh, even though they are kind of a high sack team, high uh, sort of coverage team, I don't think that they're able to really just wrap up and get the guy to the ground. I think I heard it today that they might be first. That, that I think they're top three 
maybe third in missed tackles. So that's a huge part wow. of the uh, run defense. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if Zeke were to go off, it would be against the football team. Um, sure. Yeah. So watch out for Zeke. That's actually that's a great play to watch. Yeah. Um. So narrative for this game. Uh, how else could you talk about? What else could you talk about? Really, uh, the division. Uh, this is yeah. a huge game for the division. I think. Uh, whoever wins this game, honestly, uh, is still has a chance at the division. And then whoever loses it, I think, is kind of knocked out, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, excited about this game. Um, I wouldn't be excited about an Eagles-Giants game no. whatsoever. But football team Cowboys, that's, yeah. that's something I would turn on. So sure. definitely one of the most um, – definitely the most – interesting game to watch i think in this division for sure yeah i mean danny depp versus uh carson Wentz, who doesn't play well not not a not a good matchup but yeah definitely um you got anything else um not for this game i think we covered most of the spots we we usually do talk about this division a whole lot yeah, we talked so. about it so much on the Megapod, but uh, if you want to hear all about the NFC East, go listen to that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got That's all I got, so uh, we're going to come back to you with some fantasy advice from the professionals. Stay tuned. We are back with some fantasy advice from the professionals. Uh, we got a good uh, sort of lineup for you this week. Uh, players to start, players to pick up. Uh, I'll start it off. Big start this week for me has got to be Devin Singletary. Now, I know you're saying to yourself, my gosh, Steven, this guy sucks. I know. I've been watching, okay? I've been watching Zach Moss. I've been watching Devin Singletary just screw everything up, and it breaks my heart. But just listen to my reasoning, okay? Chargers are – what are they? I just had it up right here. They're 23rd against the run um, in the league. Their D tackles aren't so great. Their safeties aren't so great. Uh, Kenneth Murray is an amazing prospect from Oklahoma, but he's not, he's not going to be able to really, I think, see the runs because uh, he, he's going to want to respect Josh Allen. So I think it's going to be hard for them to sort of recognize the runs. They're not a great run team at all. So uh, they've had a week to look at the sort of run game, sort of self-scout themselves, uh, see what the problems are. And then now they're going to make the adjustments against the Chargers. So big start for me this week is Devin Singletary. Uh, Kind of hot take, but – uh, and then, by that same token, you can start Zach Moss, but that's more risky for me. He's completely touchdown dependent. Uh, Pablo, what do you think? I mean, it is a very hot take in my eyes, just because Devin Singletary has been so inconsistent this week, this year. Hopefully, this week is one of those weeks where he has um, a spike in carries and yards and all that. It's it's high risk, high reward for sure. Listen, I. I'm just calling it right here. All right, this is why this is why we have this section. I know I'm a Bills fan. I know that, but it, it, me being a Bills fan also means I know the most about the team. So I've been watching this run game, and I think I had Devin Singletary to start. Like 
I don't know, week two maybe. And I haven't asked you to start him since, but I think this week is definitely a great week to start him. And he's kind of useless just sitting there on your bench because he's on a lot of rosters. No one can drop him really because running backs are so hard to come by this year. So, you know, slot him in for a start. Why not? You know, who else are you going to be starting at your flex, really? Some wide receiver? Running back is much more reliable, even if it is Devin Singletary, who has not been great this year. Taking on my word. Pablo? Yeah. Your guy? Running back has been weak this entire year. So everybody's injured. Um, so he definitely should be on your bench. I am giving you that much. Um, he should not be on waivers, and if he is, get him. Yeah, yeah, he's a starter. Yeah. Why not get a starting running back? Yeah, right. yeah, I agree with you. You watch the Bills. You know you're speaking from your heart, and you just have this feeling, this sense that Devin Singletary will go off for you guys this week. I understand that, and I yeah. I agree with you. You know, Spider Man has a spidey sense. I have my professional sense. Yeah. All right, Pablo, who's your first guy? My first guy is going to be Wayne Gallman sticking on the running back note. Um, yeah. Running back for the New York Giants. They're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 15th against the run in fantasy. He's projected to get 12 points. I'm going to raise that a little bit more. He'll crack 75 yards. I'm not going to say he's going to get 100, but he, he will get a touchdown, maybe two, because – this guy is a goal line machine. Whenever they're at the two, the one, you know Danny Dett is going to be giving it to Wayne Gallman. So I'm going to be average 16 points this week for Wayne Gallman. Oh, no, that's the ceiling. The low will be 12. Um, definitely worth a start at the running back spot because, as I said before, running back is very injured this year, especially this week. I don't know why. I'm starting him. Um, yeah, what do you think? Man, I miss Saquon Barkley. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that was the only thing about the Giants that I ever wanted to watch. And now it's – I mean, can they trade him somewhere? Like, who needs a running back? Uh, trying to think. I mean, Kansas City just got their guy. I mean, I don't want, I want him going to the Lions or anything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They should trade him to Miami. Oh, geez. No, we, we don't want him in Miami. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, that would be terrible. The worst. Oh, my gosh. But Brian Flores is a sort of – yeah, that would be probably the best landing spot. <laughs> yeah. Say. Um, I do not want the Patriots linebackers going up against Saquon twice a year. And you I think you, you're the same. You know what? Get him to the Bills. All right. I want Saquon Barkley on the Bills. Can you imagine that? Just Josh Allen and Saquon Barkley on the same team. That play action game would be so good. I would literally, if I was the, if I was Brendan Bean, why not throw three first round picks at Saquon Barkley? That's how good of a running back he is. I don't care. All right. He's at this point. I mean, what else do we need? We don't need first round picks. All right. Just get rid of them. Let's get a playmaker. And that really just kind of pushes over the top my opinion yeah that is a very smart move because you guys are done with the rebuild no need for draft picks in the future you guys got your receivers you guys got your quarterback go get your running back that's actually i like that yeah not really i would not like going up against that but i like your thinking it's very good thought process yeah yeah for sure um yeah 
And that, that's really all I got to say about that. Wayne, Gaun- Wayne Gallman, great start this week against the Bengals, who, uh, in my opinion, their defense is not anything besides hot butter. So, yeah. Uh, all right. My next guy, I think, is going to go in hand with Pablo's next guy. It's going to be Derek Carr as a quarterback streamer. Uh, I always give you a lot of streamers normally. Uh, this week, he's definitely going to be my streamer. Uh, general rule, stream people against the Falcons. They're not good. Um, yeah, that, that that's I, – I think that's a great start. Tear up that secondary. Uh, Pablo, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, he just had a pretty good game against the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense is a lot better than the than they are in years past. Falcons' defense does not even come close. I'm not a big fan of the Falcons' defense whatsoever. And it's a good stream start, for sure. Derek Carr is very underrated. So I feel like a lot of the listeners wouldn't really agree with you. But Derek Carr is a machine. Um, and he's – did you see that face he made? Like It's, it's like the meme, you know? <laughs> He's angry. He's I angry. Posted on the, I posted on uh, the story, yeah, and it's like the kid from Toy Story. Yeah. So why wouldn't he just torch up the Falcon secondary? I There is no reason for me not to believe that. So I think that's a great start. If you're streaming quarterbacks, that's the safest option you'll get, especially if you had Joe Burr on your bench. I had Joe Burr on my bench in both of my teams. Rough. So Derek Carr – would be a great backup, or if you're streaming, pick him up, start him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, uh, quick note, Kyler Murray is questionable right now. I think it's on a throwing shoulder. So, if you have him and you really need someone, Derek Carr. Uh, Pablo, I think your next guy uh, kind of agrees with my pick. What do you think? Yeah, my next, my next guy is going to be uh, Nelson Aguilar receiver for the Raiders um I think he he's like receiver three but he's playing like the wide receiver two maybe even wide receiver one I don't see the big um deal about Henry Ruggs he's fast but Nelson Aguilar's getting all the targets he's averaging 10 points a week in PPR league leagues but his numbers are going up and I've always told you to start people against the Atlanta secondary I've talked about it. I think I've given three guys. This is my third guy, I think, that's going up against the Falcons for fantasy. I mean, um, yeah, that, that's just you know, not bad their corners are Exactly. Their corners are just so weak. I see Nelson Aguilar having another great game. He's going to go um, above his average this week. He'll definitely have a touchdown, 60-plus yards. He'll get you 13 points, very safe, maybe a flex start. Just pick him up. Because yeah. he's getting hotter as the year goes on. And if the Raiders are going to be making a push for the playoffs, Derek Carr will be looking for Nelson Aguilar a lot. So get him right now before somebody else gets him. 100% agree. Uh, great pickup. Uh, especially if you have Derek Carr. Go hand in hand. Just double up on like those points. Bread and butter. Yeah, bread and butter. That's right. Um, and let's see. I have one more guy, right? How many have yeah. I said so far? Two. Yeah, Derek Carr is what I did say. Ah, shoot. Hang on. I had him written down somewhere. Gosh dang it. Man, it's real late at night, so 
That's what's going on with me. Pablo, why don't you just say your last guy and I'll figure it out. All right. My last guy is going to be a star. I told you to pick him up two weeks ago. So if you followed my word, now I'm telling you he's a must start this week. I'm starting him over Amari Cooper. It's Curtis Samuel again. This is the second time I'm talking about him. I seem like I'm always talking about Panthers players. I talked about P.J. Walker on the Megapod. Now I'm talking about Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is going up against Minnesota, another team like Atlanta, where their corners are not the bright spot of their defense. He's ranked 27th among wide receivers. So if you're in a 10-person league and you have Curtis Samuel on your team, he should be a flex start, right? I'm starting him at my wide receiver. Um, averages, oh, it's not loading. He's owned in 60% of weeks. Come on. Yeah, the guy's a machine. He, yeah. Yards from scrimmage is what is all he knows. He's getting laterals. He's running the ball. He's getting the ball through the air. He's really making Robbie Anderson's stock go a little bit down. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about Curtis Samuel. He's going up against Minnesota. I see 100-plus scrimmage yards from him this week and a touchdown because, you know, P.J. Walker is going to be floating just bombs down the field. Curtis Samuel is going to be down there. He's got speed. He's pretty tall. He had 70 yards last week and a touchdown, 10 targets, 10 targets. That's really good. Yeah, um, a lot of targets. So if you're – you're not starting him at your flex. You should be. Um, I, he's, I have a feeling, a spidey sense tingle, that he's going to have a big game this week. So start Curtis Samuel. He should be on your bench. I'm giving him the green light for the start. I agree 100%. Start him. Start him, start him, start him. Ten targets, a lot of targets. All of that I agree with. I can't even believe I forgot this guy. Uh Both the Ravens' starting running backs are out with COVID, J.K. Dobbins, and Mark Ingram. So if you haven't already picked up Gus Edwards, all right, uh, you have a pretty good sense that he's going to get all of the carries. Uh, I don't even know who else is in that Ravens' backfield. But Gus Edwards is kind of going to be a bell cow back this week. So I would say give him a start. Ravens are a run-heavy team. uh, And obviously you're struggling with running backs. So – Pick him up, and he's going to be awesome this week. He's kind of like this week's Salvin Ahmed, and week before that, Duke Johnson. I think David Johnson is still out, so you should still be starting Duke Johnson. I have been, so. Um, yeah, same as Salvin Ahmed. I I think he's still going to play. I think Matt Breida is back, but um, if Salvin Ahmed, uh, if he has any sort of value whatsoever, he'll start over Matt Breida. Um yeah, so those are all my guys. Pablo, you got anyone else? No, I got no one else, but I love Gus Edwards, underrated back. He still gets some carries even with the full trio in. Um, so Gus Edwards has shown he has talent, so that's that's a great pickup. You should definitely be getting him and starting him because he's talented, definitely, 100%. Yeah, he's got talent. I think he's flashed it before, so great start. Um So that's going to do it for fantasy advice from the professionals. Uh, We're going to come back to you with some division collision. Stay tuned. And we're back 
with some division collision. We're going to do another two divisions this week. Uh, last time we did the AFC North and the NFC South. This week, two more interesting divisions. We're going to do the AFC South and the NFC North. I got that right, and I'm very happy with myself for that. That that was very hard. Uh, we'll start it off with the NFC North. Division's pretty interesting. Uh, we got one of them playing on Thanksgiving tomorrow in the Lions. Uh Division winner, Pablo, go. My division winner has to be the Packers. Um, they, they just seem like the, the men amongst the boys in this division. The Bears showed flashes in the beginning, but they're super injured at the quarterback position. And if you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to make it to the playoffs. The Vikings are making a push, um, but they're in the NFC, which is pretty tough. So I don't see the Vikings even making the uh, the playoffs this year. Give me my standings for this division at the end of the year. We'll go Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. Oh, that's hot. Bears are going to be in last place. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get by with Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky quarterback play. Um, I think the consensus winner has to be the Packers. Uh, where I differ from you there – uh, I think the Vikings can make a playoff push in the NFC, who I think is pretty weak. Uh, I really don't think that there's like great teams in the NFC that like you have to beat. Here, let's just uh, take a quick look at the Vikings schedule coming up ahead. Um, so they got the Panthers this week. They got the Jaguars week 13. Uh, they got the Bucks week 14. Let's see where else. Hang on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is going on here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, this got all messed up. Uh, the last games are the Bears, Saints, and Lions. Again. Bears, Saints, and Lions. Sorry, I'm not on it today. My goodness you gracious. I mean, really, I see uh, how many wins there. That That's that's gonna, that's gonna four wins. Definitely four for sure. wins. Yeah. So that'll get them to uh, eight and eight. I think that's good enough to make the playoffs in the NFC. Maybe. Are you out of your mind, Steve? Hey, maybe. I, I, I okay, but I can see I can see him winning the last five or six games, going nine and seven. That's definitely. I mean, I, I think that's definitely a possibility. I mean, and who knows? They they've been pretty hot recently. Uh, they did just drop one against the boys, which is not a great sign. But uh, if they get hot enough, they go 10-6. and six. They're, they're for sure making the playoffs with 10-6. and six. But I think this is a really good football team. Uh, and they really just had an awful, awful, awful start. I don't know what happened. That defense finally has gotten into form a little. Uh, so it's kind of good to see that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I've heard rumblings about an eighth playoff seed. So if there's eight – the Vikings will be that eighth team. Yeah. Um, and I think I they don't know. I just eight and eight into that eighth seed. Especially. Oh, for I, sure. Yeah. I think there's a huge drop off. Like, uh, you know, it, in the NFC at least, there's a huge drop off between like really great records and really bad records. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. It's really split. Yeah. So I think if they have that eight and eight, that's kind of that's the fifty fifth. I mean, that's going five hundred right there. You don't really see that that often in the NFC because the parody is so, uh, you know, 
it's not it's not so great in the NFC. You got your great teams and you got your bad teams, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, who else could win it in the NFC? So you get the oh wait, shoot. You get the NFC West is just they could have three playoff teams with eight seeds. What the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think those three will make the playoffs with seven. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's that's yeah, I I mean Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Or eight wait a sec. Eight seeds. Sorry, seventh seed. Jeez. Seven is right now. It's eight is in is in the works because of Rona. Oh. So if there's eight seeds, then the Vikings are for sure making the playoffs with eight and eight. Yeah. Um, but seven seed, I think the Vikings have a chance. Uh, maybe all three of those teams win that NFC West division. And uh, what are the NFC, other NFC teams we talked about? NFC South, oh, Saints and Bucks. Bucks could take that spot. Um, Look, if the Vikings win out, which is a possibility. That's the best case scenario for them. They're playing the Bucks. They'll beat the Bucks in this scenario, and the Bucks will have one more game to lose. The Bucks are playing the Chiefs this week. Are they not? I think they are. Are they? Uh, Either this week or next week. I know it's. We can really check that, close. but yes, they they so are playing. The Buccaneers them. losing another game is a very high possibility. Um. And if that's the case, then I agree with you. The Vikings will make the playoffs. I think the Vikings with 10 wins are a, for sure making the playoffs, 100%. Nine wins, it's a little bit iffy. depends on how the Buccaneers finish out the season or the Saints because they play both, and the Saints don't have Drew Brees. Let's see how Taysom Hill does. He played well, but that was against the Falcons. Everybody was expecting that. I don't know. It is. It is – the Vikings are still in the mix. Don't sleep on the Vikings just yet. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with all of that. Uh, can we talk about this Bears team? They're just a mess. My gosh, I mean, same as the Lions. But, I mean, yeah. I, it, the Vikings seem to be the most interesting team this year. So far, they're four and six. You know, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. So, you know, I think – you can legitimately start talking about them as a playoff team once they hit 500. So, oh yeah. Uh, but right now it's that's kind of an iffy thing. But um, I think it was a bit more exciting last week. I think if the Vikings won that game against the boys, they would be five and five, and that's a much better spot to be in than four and six. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Just the the Bears. They traded for Khalil Mack, got rid of their future, and now look at where it's gotten them. I mean, we've seen what's happened with without two years of first-round picks, and it has done wonders for them. I mean, wonderfully awful things for them. I mean, uh, their quarterback situation absolutely needs help. Their wide receivers are awful. David Montgomery is not the player that they expected him to be. Their offensive line, I mean, I don't even know anyone on it. I don't know how good it is. I think it's really bad. Um, and the defense, the only thing really there is Khalil Mack uh, and Eddie Jackson, who has seemed to fall off a map this year. Uh, yeah, so it, it's just rough all around. I mean, it's 
And it's just kind of unfortunate to see Khalil Mack spend his final years there. Uh, yeah. I mean, hopefully he can somehow get out of there. I don't know how long he's left on his contract, but um, yeah, it's really sad to see that because he, he was the best player in the NFL, even with Aaron Donald around. And now he's kind of fallen into the shadows a little. I mean, yeah. Do you, th- do you think Matt Nagy should get fired? A hundred percent. I mean, hundred percent. Uh, the only reason he was hired was because he was an offensive coordinator under Andy Reid. I, I, I mean, if if you're an Andy Reid team, Andy Reid is running the show. It's not you. Yeah. I mean, being an Andy Reid disciple is fine. Uh, Doug Peterson was. I mean, we're kind of seeing how that's going there. He won one Super Bowl, and now look at him. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, is it time to kind of say that Andy Reid disciples are kind of like Belichick disciples? <laughs> they just don't work out, really. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. I th- I, I think so. I think we can say that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely should be looking for a nice coach. Uh, speaking of Belichick disciples, Matt Patricia is an awful coach. Uh, oh, terrible. I think he's top, bottom five in the NFL. Uh, obviously, last place is Adam Gase. Um, if you say yeah, otherwise, look- you are a madman. <laughs> The Lions aren't like rebuilding. No, but they're this, not. This good. was their push. <laughs> like I think this year was kind of like their "let's make the playoffs" <laughs> kind of year. Like I don't know what was going on there, but uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, you misused him. You brought in Adrian Peterson and used him instead of DeAndre Swift. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like it's just baffling to me um matt patricia yeah, for, sh- for sure should be fired along with matt Nagy. uh we're gonna see some turnover in this division uh mike zimmer i don't i don't know if he can stick around anymore i think it's about time for a change in minnesota maybe uh yeah kind of an offensive minded coach uh yeah i don't know mike zimmer kind of kind of been rough i mean I, maybe give him another year but we'll see what happens with this division uh, kind of a runaway waste with uh, the Packers, but we'll see kind of what happens with the Vikings as wild card. Bears and Lions need to get their stuff together. Uh, you got anything else to say? No, that, you you hit the nail in the coffin with that summary. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to maybe a more up-and-coming division in the AFC South. Um, Interesting division. Very interesting division. Colts, Titans, Lions, or Lions Texans, and Jaguars. Uh, what do we think about these teams? Well, the Colts and Titans play this week. Not going to give a preview, but this is important. Whoever wins this game, I'm not going to say wins the division, but has one step in front of them for sure. Right now the Colts have a tiebreaker. I love the Colts. I love Phillip Rivers. I'm a big Phillip Rivers fan. Like, I'm not a fan of his play. Like, do I think he's one of the best quarterbacks? Not now. He was pretty is, good. Is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? I think so. I think so. If you're considering Eli Manning just because of two Super Bowls, Phillip Rivers in the mid-2000s was amazing with the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, if you're considering Eli Manning, you need to be considering Phillip Rivers because otherwise you're doing an injustice to him. Um, yep. I think the Colts will make the playoffs, no doubt. They're a lock for me All in right. the playoffs. Yeah. So are the Titans because Mike Vrabel, as you said, uh, I don't know if you said this 
in the Megapod, but Mike Vrabel will do anything for a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. He's hungry, uh, man. He really would do anything for a Super Bowl. And he is a Belichick disciple. I think he – was he a linebacker's coach? He was a linebacker for the Patriots, right? Yeah, he was. Linebacker so, slash tight end on a couple of plays. tight end, yeah. Uh, he was pretty good with the Patriots, right? I mean – Yeah. yeah. Uh, but him and Brian Flores – are pretty good so far from what we've seen. I mean, linebackers coach from New England, maybe those are the key. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, yeah, he's sort of a player's coach. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't believe in the Titans talent. I really don't. I don't think they have that much. But uh, they just beat the Ravens, who have way more talent than them. So I think they're a good, solid football team. Uh I think they're like the Steelers in that sense. I think that they're a solid football team, not oozing with talent, but very, very solid football team. Um, I think that you can't – I don't think I can put a lock on the Titans as making the playoffs yet. Give it two more wins for me, they're in, 100%. But I think I'm locking in the Colts as the division winner. Uh, I think they win this week. Um they showed us what they could do against the Titans. Um, and I know the Titans are coming off a win and everything, but I really do think the Colts are that good that they can uh, win both games against the Titans. I know it's a hard thing to do, but uh, I think they're really that good. So, And I, I think the Colts are the team to watch in the AFC uh, as kind of going up against the Chiefs if they get a good quarterback uh, for the years oh, yeah. to come. So, for sure. Also, big um, Frank Wright guy. Uh was a quarterback for the Bills, backup quarterback, best backup quarterback of all time, without a doubt in my mind. Uh, uh, created, greatest comeback of all time? Yep. Greatest comeback of all time in college and in uh, NFL. And he went to Maryland, too, University of Maryland. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of him in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, the, the Titans – are an interesting team. My last note about them. I can see them making a playoff push just like they did last year. I feel like they're in the same exact position. They haven't um, gotten better. They haven't gotten worse. They're the same exact team they were last year. So do they make a playoff push? Maybe. Do they make a run? Possibly. Because they did it last year. They have the same exact talent. The AFC is, is definitely harder this year. Um, so I don't know. Do I see them in that mix? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It can go either way. Uh, I just don't believe in flukiness. I don't know. It seems like a fluky team to me. Um, so let's just wrap it up real quick. Uh, Texans and Jaguars. Uh, do we believe in, uh, Minshew magic? I, I love Minshew magic. They just don't want to use it. And I think Minshew injured. deserves better. Yeah, he's been injured, but uh, I mean, what's going to happen with the Jaguars? I mean, th- this is going to be a long rebuild for them, like really long. Yeah, it is. Like they I do mean, have I, young talent, but I think it really, on honestly, almost starts with ownership. Uh, there's so many things wrong with this dysfunctional organization. It, it's like you get in your you get yourself into a pit. I mean, I, I saw it with the Bills. You, you're kind of in a rut, and it's like things just don't go right when you're there. 
And like to make things go right, it's like a very methodical scientific process and it's hard to sustain, but um, yeah, sort of a little philosophy right there. But yeah, this is definitely just, (laughs) it's been so rough for this team and I don't know how they're going to rebuild it. Yeah, same thing with the Texans, like one of the worst draft capital in the upcoming draft. Yeah. Um, They really shot themselves in the foot. I'm happy they fired Bill O'Brien. He was a terrible coach GM, one of the worst. And they they really put Deshaun in a corner because now he has to work with sort of second-round talent, um, low-market free agent guys. It's going to be tough for the Texans as well. Because Deshaun's talented, but he can't carry the team by himself, in my opinion. Especially this division is going to be good for years to come with both the Colts and the Titans, if the Colts find the quarterback when Phillip Rivers retires. They're in the same position as the Jags. I think my my comp for Deshaun Watson is Aaron Rodgers. Extremely talented. Uh, just um, rough head coach with him and rough team around him. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I, I don't even know if he'll win a Super Bowl. That's kind of the sad thing. He's he's really good, but like he's he's a good quarterback. I think Aaron Rodgers is better, but I think like his situation is like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got anything else to say? No, I mean Colts are my division winner. I have the Titans making the playoffs. Um, Jaguars and Texans are both bottom feeders for me. Yeah. For me, they're interchangeable. I think I give the slight edge to the Texans because they have Deshaun Watson. But, uh, yeah. Kind of like the NFC North, uh, except I think the top two teams are much more exciting. Uh, I'm excited for the Colts future. I really am. I can't wait to see them get a good quarterback in this year's draft. I want to see them get someone. the main guys are Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, obviously, and uh, Trey Lance so far, I think. Um, I don't think Justin Fields would do well there. Uh, maybe Trey Lance would go there. Uh, and then I don't think they can get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I don't know. I, I, it almost feels like a lock that he's going to the Jets. It's It was kind of like this with the Bengals last year. They were for sure going to get Joe Burrow. I think it's a lock yeah. for Trevor Lawrence going to go to the Jets. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right, that's going to do it for our Week 12 NFL preview. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, or Tom and I will talk to you tomorrow. Maybe. We'll see. It's Thanksgiving, so we're going to see if we can record. But um, happy Thanksgiving to you all. Hopefully you'll listen to this. Enjoy the Thanksgiving games. Enjoy your turkey. Enjoy everything. Uh, so thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you later.